In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Remove him from office. No Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you shut Who is up, man? Listen. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Sammy Sage. And the Betches Sup Podcast is your daily rundown of all the craziest shit going on in the news brought to you by your three funniest friends. Which is us. Which is us. Happy post-Thanksgiving, everyone. We made it through. We made it through pandemic Thanksgiving. Everyone should give themselves a hand. I mean, it takes it takes two to 14 days to know for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we physically survived the the event. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I didn't go anywhere, so I really don't see how I possibly could not have survived pandemic Thanksgiving. It was Mm -hmm. been cooking mishaps. There could have been things. That's true. (laughs) slice of a finger with (laughs) yeah and i didn't realize how dangerous it was to deep fry a turkey until i saw a compilation of people deep frying turkeys and just like gas explosion not gas oil fires and (laughs) it was it was like so it is treacherous yeah i hope joe biden stayed away from any turkeys being fried although that didn't keep him from hurting himself this weekend which we'll get into he's fine i don't want to be trumpy about it he just fractured his foot it's fine we'll get into it yeah i'm excited Um, to see his boot I know, mm-hmm. me too. I think he so got the same type of break that I did when I broke my foot, which happens when you like twist your ankle and you're like, oh, I think I just twisted my ankle. And then you find out it's pretty bad. Soulmates. Break. Exactly. Soulmate, <laughs> soulmates. Also today, of course, is Cyber Monday and everything in the sub shop is 25% off with the code Let's Cyber 25. We will put that on our Instagram. A lot of our merch is created by Spectrum Designs, which employs adults with autism um, so your money is going towards a great cause. We have some really amazing, cozy stuff up. We just came out with a new Biden-Harris sweatshirt, our first Biden-Harris sweatshirt that has a, a logo you that has something you might recognize if you look at it. <laughs> and then we also have um, our I Descent hoodie, which is, I've been wearing that one a lot. It just says I Descent in a cute um, mm. font right on the middle. It's, it's a statement piece, a minor statement. You can dip your yeah. toe into statement pieces with this one. There's also the I'm speaking sweatshirt, which is also it kind of has the I descent vibes, but it's gray, different color and but same similar font. Exactly. And the mug. So you can pair those those paired together. I think I'm going to get people for gifts. I feel like I'm going to tell Barry this, but we should sell those as a gift set. I'm going to tell her right now. We should. And we have um, (laughs) some really exciting wine glasses coming out with some slogans that uh, you guys really liked. It's fun because I'll put something on Instagram and then you guys will say, oh, my God, you got to put that on a shirt. And maybe we will. Yeah. Nice. So check it out. Let's Cyber 25. Team, team, audience, would you buy a sweatshirt or an item that says treat yourself? Maybe a mug. Treat Joe self. Treat Joe self like Joe. Yeah. Um, People um, asked me to make that. So I'm just wondering if that is. I think uh, a, yeah, I think DM Sammy a, and tell her if you want it. There is a <laughs> double entendre there for the cup of Joe, the Joe coffee. Treat yeah. Joe self with a cup of Joe. 
and put your put your Baileys in it even. Uh Yeah, I love that. I love that. I would buy that. So you got one from me. Okay, so let's get into the show. First of all, Brian and Sammy, can you guess Merriam Webster's 2020 word of the year? Um, Essential worker. Ooh, those are your guesses? No, Um, it was pandemic. Is it a real word? Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, No, you're wrong. No more chances. Yeah. (laughs) It was pandemic, but essential was on the, the, there's like a list and they're generally determined by things people Googled. So pandemic was the biggest one. They were followed by things like asymptomatic quarantine. I think COVID was on there. Mamba was on there after January when Kobe Bryant died. Icon was on there Mm -hmm. because RBG and um, John Lewis died a lot. And Kamala became the, right. Yeah. Right. Wow. So some of these attached to the tragedies of 2020, some of them, all of the words make sense. Usually they're kind of like surprising and fun. Like, oh, what were we all talking about this year? It's weird. I didn't know people were thinking about that this year. It's, I think we know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You may have heard about the pandemic. (laughs) I know. And it's like, like we're getting to that time of year where there's going to be all of these recaps of like stuff. And I'm like, how, how deep do we need to get, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for this year. It's true. Like, I'm very aware. I am hyper aware of everything that is. Everything yeah. this year was like pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. It wasn't, a tw- it wasn't a great, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there that maybe 2020 wasn't a good year. Oh, yeah. With man. the exception of November 3rd Maybe 2021 will be better. Maybe. Than us every year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So today we're going to run through a lot of things that happened over the weekend. There were a lot of little stories that came out. You probably thought you'd catch up on, but maybe you watch The Undoing instead. So we're going to run through we it did. today so you can close those tabs and move on with your week. I, f- I meant to, and I fell asleep at 9.15 PM. You missed Same. a great, you missed a, you missed a finale. Um, it was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't see it. You didn't. You don't know what Not happened. Not yet. I'm. I'm caught up. I've watched the first five episodes, so I know how the fifth one, the cliffhanger, what they suggested would be the surprise. But I don't know. I how recommend it not out. looking at my Instagram story then, because I okay. reveal what happened. Okay, oh gosh. Good. Okay. Good to know. I will <laughs> guys, not. <laughs> guys. Guys. This is a. <laughs> this is like a, <laughs> I was like, oh Amanda, don't put the word of the year on Instagram, so it'll be a surprise for Sammy, and Sammy's on her Instagram putting the end of the undoing. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize there was such like a. I didn't realize you're not like. No, listen. Especially like undoing, a national event. The undoing. I think is you're that. right. I think that's true. Especially yesterday, I have never seen so much like collective anticipation for an, a finale concentrated on one day. Like suddenly, everything was talking about everyone Since was talking Game about of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We need exactly. something to get us going to to keep us going. Yeah. So speaking of that, winter is coming. Um. The president spent the holiday weekend throwing a massive Trumper tantrum. I believe Elise did coin that word, and it's amazing. And that should have been the word of the year. It it should have been the word of the year. Come on, Miriam and Webster, what's going on? So on Thanksgiving Day, reporter Jeff Mason asked Trump whether he would concede the race to Joe Biden. Let's listen to his very chill response. This election was a fraud. I mean, they have Biden beating Obama on Obama's vote in areas that mattered in terms of the election in swing states and yet he's losing to obama all over the place but he's beating obama in swing states which are the states that mattered for purposes of the election so no i can't say that at all i think it's a it's a possibility they're trying to look 
between you people. Don't answer, don't talk to me that way. You're just a you're just a lightweight. Don't talk to me that. Way. Don't talk. To, I'm the president of the United States. Don't ever talk to the president that way. All right, I'm going to go with another question. Wow. I mean, the most bizarre thing about this exchange was this was the one that took place from Trump's miniaturized desk. I believe. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> but you know what was so funny it was the, the the presidential seal on the mini desk. Yes. That's what it really like, made. That's what sent me. It was like too big. It was like him and the seal were too big for that tiny desk. Where did they even get that desk? <laughs> I don't know. And also, like, it reminds me of when like parents would come to visit like you in elementary <laughs> school, and then they would make them the teachers would have them sit in the children's like chair desks, and they would all struggle yeah. like. I would have loved to see him getting in and out of that desk. I'm sure it would have been entertaining on its own. But you know what else is fun to think about? Obama could have rocked that desk. He would have like sat like with (laughs) some swagger and like. He would have sat on it like he was sitting on a basketball bench, like with his elbows on his knees. It would look so cool. Yeah. It reminded me of like for Real Housewives people like Donald Trump has entered the Sonia Morgan phase where it's like he's no longer going to be the president. He's divorced from the presidency, but he still has the name and he's repeating it over and over again. So people Don't know. Don't touch the Morgan letters. Yeah, he's creating very strange products attached to it, like tiny desks and coins, like she does with like weird toasters. And we're all just sort of like, it's sad and pathetic, but you just have to let let it happen. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I, it's, it's becoming easier to ignore. That's true. I'm finding mm-hmm. that too. Are you finding that, Brian? Totally. I mean, it, it, this sort of response would like freak me out more if it, if you like, you know, if he had one or like if this had happened like six months ago, I'll be like, this guy is crazy. <laughs> he's dangerous. And now I'm just like, oh, he's just crazy. He's still dangerous, but a little less so. Right, right, right. Trump also said that it would be a very hard thing to concede to Biden, that, but, th- but that he would certainly leave the White House in January if the Electoral College voted that way, which is what's going to happen. So every day we're getting closer to a concession, but we're never going to get a concession. So we're sort of inching to the functional same. Well, Trump is like really lucking out in terms of like the inauguration in January in that all former presidents always have to go or like it's like expected for them to go. Like this year, we're obviously not going to be having the same sort of inauguration. Like I doubt the Clintons will be there. I doubt the Bushes will be there because of COVID, obviously. So now he doesn't have, even have to, like, make up an excuse, you know? It's so funny because Trump says that life treats him so unfairly and it actually treats him so fucking fairly. It's unfair to us. <laughs> Hillary had to go to his inauguration. Like, <laughs> by chance. Like, no, lo- no loser in a presidential race has ever had to attend the inauguration. Maybe Al Gore did, though. Because H.W. He was, he have- had to go to Bill Clinton's, I guess. Because he was the former, he was also a former president, not just a random civilian who also lost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But also, I wonder if the visit will even happen, because if I were Joe Biden, Joe Biden's not going to go hang out with Donald Trump if Donald Trump refuses to wear a mask and Donald Trump doesn't wear a mask in the White House. So I doubt that visit is happening. There there was that story of the Pennsylvania state senator who went to go visit Trump, who found out him and his son were positive for COVID while in a meeting with President Trump. (laughs) So it's like. Uh, no, Biden, They're please do not like, go into the White House. To, between the time that the Trumps move out and the Bidens move in, they need to open every single fucking window and door of that place, air that shit out because it lasts for a few hours. So they are going to, if I were Jill Biden, I'd be like, I'm not getting in there until no. tomorrow. 
open the, no. all those windows and doors, get those Merv filters in there, and then <laughs> I'll move in. Yeah, Dr. Jill and Teacher Jill knows how to how to stage a safe space, and it is this nowhere is an airborne near there. disease. Yeah, it's gross. I bet that there. I mean, I bet they have. I don't think Donald Trump has opened a window in his office probably in four years. Oh, they might not even be able to open windows. Oh, that's like, a great point. Probably not. Probably they not. got it. Fair. How are they going to ventilate? I'm concerned about this. They do have the nation's <laughs> top scientists at their disposal if they bother to use them. I highly doubt that they will. But I'm sure I feel confident that Jill will get shit sorted out and not let Joe in there until everything is safe. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click gift mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Another Trumper tantrum. The president lashed out. This is so funny. At Republican governor of Georgia, Brian, I should be Stacey Abrams Kemp. So Trump's furious. He lost Georgia. We've said this on the podcast uh, for two weeks now, I think three. But he's run out of options in the state. I mean, he's run out of options everywhere, but the state's had multiple recounts. It's certified its vote. But he's still super, super salty about this one because it was Georgia and it flipped. Um, So now he's blaming Brian Kemp for not just raising the alarm about the Dominion voting machines. There's no evidence these voting machines caused any irregularities, despite Trump sort of vaguely suggesting they deleted a million Trump votes. And last night in a call with Fox News, Trump said he was ashamed he had supported Governor Brian Kemp. 
Let's play a clip. Which everything has to be approved by the legislature. And they had judges making deals and they had uh, electoral officials making deals like this character in Georgia who's a disaster. And the governor's done nothing. He's done absolutely nothing. I'm ashamed that I endorsed him. But you, I look at what's going on. It's so terrible. This goes in the category with like, if you had told me three years ago that Trump would be anti Brian Kemp, anti Fox News, I'd just be like, come on, that's not going to happen. But here we are. It's just also like further, like, you know, this is one of those people that you cannot trust. Do not trust her. Like, <laughs> but Trump will like literally throw anyone or anything under a bus like he will even throw like i don't know like sharpies and hurricane maps <laughs> under the bus and you know so it's like why like why would why would anyone want to be friends with this person like click all brian kemp is trying to do is like like not like i don't know like destroy american democracy by <laughs> like like he's a terrible like i really wish he wasn't governor obviously right he he's the og he's like first i had gold (laughs) white gold hoops and then he got got white gold hoops but make white gold hoops stealing an election yeah exactly so it's like i don't know why why would anyone ever trust a trump don't trust it's also just fascinating because this does come at a time when republican unity I think is pretty key to maintaining control of the Senate. Uh, The two Republican senators from Georgia are both up. Do we think this is going to impact that race at all? I hope. (laughs) Did you see that? (laughs) Did you see that people are like trying to get or like writing in Trump in the Georgia Senate race? I'm like, great. Go ahead. I didn't see that. Please do that. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, there was that whole Ronna McDaniel press conference and people were asking her, Ronna McDaniel Romney, uh, yeah. like sh- they were asking her about the Georgia elections. They're like, they're like, it's already been decided. They already decided who won. And she's like, no, it has not been decided. You have to go vote. <laughs> if you say that it's already been decided and don't go vote, we will definitely lose. And it just like kept getting brought up again. And again, so, he'll like- throw the entire RNC under the bus before mm-hmm. he. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that before Republican secretary. Yeah. That Republican secretary of state did say, I mean, Trump, had you not. Um, denigrated mail-in voting to such a degree, you probably would have won. But so many fewer Republicans even turned out after their primaries with Trump on the ballot. Mm. So they're like, well, it's not safe. And then they just didn't feel like going the day of. So I'm fine with that. Reminder, there's one more week to register to vote in the runoff in Georgia if you are eligible to do so. Finally, Trump paid $3 million to lose again in Wisconsin by an even greater margin than before. This is just an excellent series of headlines, guys. I'm having a great time. We need to clarify that it was $3 million that he raised from his supporters. It was not his own $3 million. So it was right. the Trump money. campaign. The Trump campaign paid $3 million to lose again. Uh, the recount unearthed 45 votes for Donald Trump, but 132 for Joe Biden, which netted Biden an 87 vote increase. And that recount concluded yesterday. It's over. Sorry, Biden. Joe Biden announced yesterday that a number. Sorry, that was a weird transition. Do we want to react to that at all? Uh, no, that's okay. Okay, sounds good. We can do like a break here, Sean. Dumb. He's stupid. That's my reaction. Joe Biden yesterday announced another set of high-level staff positions. Women will serve in all seven senior communications roles. We explained their roles and their backgrounds and details on our stories. They're all seasoned Democratic communications experts, really rich backgrounds at the highest level of Congress and the White House. Biden also announced three hugely important economic roles that will be held by women. 
So that's not to say that none of these female appointees are controversial. Millie, Elise, and and I got into this on last Wednesday's episode, specifically about some defense appointees that might happen. But as far as representation is concerned, this is pretty cool. I mean, when I saw this comms team announcement last night, I got really like excited and emotional. Yeah, specifically about the comms team, because I feel like if there's anywhere where you got to start, like because women are just generally, I think, better communicators than men like mm-hmm. that may be stereotypical <laughs> cancel me but no, i've been I thinking think about in that general, it's acknowledged that women are are very are that is a skill that women have and i'm just like great i love that i love to see like a team full of women finders. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it feels also kind of like like for me and maybe you too, Sammy, it feels kind of like hyper representation because it's like oh a dope group of women with m- amazing media backgrounds are right. gonna, like I can see how that team works and functions and what that works like. Our company, might be like yeah, I've just always worked in places like that, so right. it just felt very cool that those are the people and the women that are going to be running this operation. Right. The other thing I was thinking is like, were they maybe considering one guy and they were just like, we're not going to do that to him? <laughs> I bet it didn't even occur to them, honestly. <laughs> I mean, right. also, I wondered they were like, maybe we should just funny. go off for hundred percent women. It's a better headline. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is yes. interesting. It's really great to see because there's so many instances where it's there's so many places where it's been all men, you know, and it's not even like even talked about how like that's exactly. like weird or abnormal. But now that it's like all women, it's like, yes, and amazing. And it is. But like just the more that this keeps happening, the less like we can be like, oh, my God, it's all women. As You know what I mean? As right. being like, so yeah. I'm, I'm excited that like we keep taking these steps to maybe in like, you know, 10 I know it's, this sounds really far off, but it's not like 10 years or something where it won't seem abnormal to see all of these like women in such high positions of power, maybe even a president, you know, yeah, 10 yeah, years was- is not a long time when you've been like fighting over Rovers Wade since 1963? But it gets to be like, oh, wow, okay, so we've like, we're really filling up the tiers. Like, we're getting there. We're starting to have a good spread and achieve our first and everything such that they're getting more and more and more specific that, like you said, hopefully in 10 years, they're like not even worth mentioning anymore. I also think another angle of this story is just a testament to like Biden ran and is running a good campaign and a solid it's it's clear that he has his shit together. I mean, other than the next story about his his foot, <laughs> but he has his shit together. Like this seems like a well managed scenario, and I feel safe because of that. Me it too. Gives me safe safety vibes. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Speaking of, of course, it was when Joe Biden was playing around with another guy that he got himself hurt. (laughs) President-elect reportedly twisted his ankle over the weekend. He got a hairline fracture after playing with his dog Major on Saturday when he slipped. I think it's funny that Major is specified in every news story. Like, Champ was like, you better (laughs) let them know. (laughs) Yeah, Champ was like, it wasn't me. Don't get my name twisted up in here. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. The pad press has to I go would to like major. to be excluded from this narrative. Yeah. <laughs> Says champ. That's the tweet. There it is. Yeah. 
Uh, Biden's doctor says that the 78 year old president elect will have to wear a walking boot for a few weeks. I mean, this sucks. Like, imagine you're like, it's like the hardest point in your career. You think he's really- going to have to wear it at the inauguration was my first thought. It's oh, like a bride um, breaking her ankle before her wedding. Just let's get think, it off I know. It's probably like six weeks. So he, I bet he could have it off if he's like very diligent about it. But the man is 78. So I love I mean, a walking boot. Nothing more endearing than someone in a walking boot. You could be like Satan, put a walking boot on. I'm like, are you okay, Satan? <laughs> That's really funny. Like November 3rd and in, in inauguration, Joe Biden should be in or should have been in. He should be the boy in the plastic bubble. Like yeah. in like a pa- like a padded room, well air ventilated, like give him all the best vitamins. Yeah. You know, like, please, can we just get to January 20th and then you can play with your fucking dog? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just glad that this happened after and not before. I yes. mean, Trump tweeted today, get well soon. But had this happened before the election, it would have been like our fra- fragile Joe. He's kidding. Wait. Yeah. Also, how how intensely is Biden playing with his dogs? Like, I've played with my dog from my couch. Like, can't we? I think big, I mean, with the dogs. we have They're small dogs. dogs. I mean, remember we when Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren's husband, like wrecked his arm from playing with Bailey. Like, I guess like oh, pulling yeah. her on the dog park and she like wrecked his arm. So these, these presidential dogs are get a smaller dog. <laughs> Can I maybe get a smaller we need dog? You. Yeah. <laughs> champ. I mean, you would have a line out the door of freelance volunteer dog walkers for champ. So I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll be fine. Maybe he needs a play date with, uh, with Sonny and Bo to calm him down <laughs> for major. So he's lost his main play buddy for a number of weeks. Finally today, let's discuss the coronavirus. Also worth noting that, you know, last night this happened and we had incremental updates in Joe Biden's condition where our actual current sitting president had a deadly infectious disease and we still don't know what happened there. Right. Yeah. Dr. Anthony Fauci said over the weekend that we should expect a deadly turducken of COVID infections. His, uh, my words are turducken. He didn't say that. He said, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> he didn't say that. He said, as we go for the next couple of weeks into December, we might see a surge superimposed upon a surge that we're already what in. So just Is a surge like, within a surge. I can't really like. Right, me of Superstorm Sandy, how like it was like high tide and there was like a storm surge because of like all these other factors of like yeah. wind and yeah, that's, I would that's he, what we're going through. Yeah. yeah, I'd assume he means there's already a surge in the Midwest. I mean, South Dakota is out of control. One out of literally a, something like one out of 960 South Dakotans have died from this disease. This comes as the Supreme Court recently ruled to bar New York from imposing restrictions on religious gatherings to stop the spread. So Governor Andrew Cuomo had limited the number of people who could attend religious services in certain very high infection areas of the state in orange and red zones, um, limited from about 10 to 25 people. Earlier this year, the court had ruled in favor of states' governors imposing similar rules in states like Nevada and California. But with RBG swapped for Oni Coney Barrett, things went differently this time, and the minority dissented, and these religious institutions were allowed to be hold services, and they cannot be capped. What's kind of noteworthy is that New York doesn't even have these rules at the moment. With the outcry, they were loosened and eased, but the court argued that New York could try to impose them at any time. And this decision, the justices got really, really feisty with one another, specifically Gorsuch and Roberts were like, trading personal attacks over this. Um, I would I would definitely recommend reading them. It's it's the kind of like 
kind of personal jabs I haven't really seen before from these people. As I was reading them, I'm like, oh my God, am I going to now get into like reading cases for like drama? <laughs> Is that my next level? <laughs> Like over the over this administration, I've gone from like a Real Housewives watcher to like reading opinions for it for, to see like the shade people are throwing at each other. It, it's it's pretty shady. It's pretty shady, and it, it's it's interesting because this case happened while over the weekend the Pope also published an op ed that pretty pointedly suggested that some governments are not taking this seriously enough. And it, I don't think he made any suggestions. Like, sure, you can let us not go to church. It's fine. But the background was that governments are entitled to protect people, and that's not what's happening everywhere. So, I mean, this applied yeah. to the New York case, but I think the bigger, like we said, the the New York situation, the governor had already eased these restrictions. But this case, I think, forecasts maybe something bigger about how this is really a 6-3 conservative court and the balance of power has shifted. You see that Roberts in the past has been the vote that can keep things on the side of the liberals or the way that we tend to prefer things to go. And now that balance has shifted and now he is in the minority. Add it to your list of problems to watch. I know. I just yeah. still can't. I mean, we still have January 5th. I just think back to like how kind of cocky we were after RBG died and when the, the Senate polls looked good and we were like, should we? Should we go crazy? Should we pack this? Mm -hmm. Should we pack the court? Can, let's just do it if we can. But now we yeah. have to really fight for our chance to do that. And then we absolutely should. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. There are so many political battles that need to be fought. And it's just, it feels impossible to prioritize them because there's like, okay, obviously we have the issue of healthcare in yes. the pandemic, the pandemic itself. Then there's like the court problem. Ha the Green New Deal, like, I just don't understand. And then there's also holding Trump accountable so that we this cannot happen again. That's like six, I think five or six massive political battles that need to be fought. And like, I just don't see how that is all going to happen. Right. Yeah, it was well, certainly the thing easier is, with the Senate. We're seeing with, with uh, Biden coming in, he's good at hiring good people. So he'll hire, hopefully he'll, he hires the best people. Like yeah. Trump would say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Finally, ending today on some good news. Moderna intends to apply today for the emergency authorization for its COVID-19 vaccine from the FDA. It has some expanded data showing that the vaccine is 94.1% effective at preventing COVID-19. It's 100% effective at preventing severe cases of the disease. I was reading that the Moderna CEO was like in tears when he saw this. He was just talking about crying. I don't know much about that. I'm not usually sympathetic to crying CEOs, but that made me want to cry. So, <laughs> Crying big pharma execs. <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> Uh, Moderna follows Pfizer, who applied for emergency use about 10 days ago. And Anthony Fauci said people may begin receiving vaccines close to the end of the month. I can't believe that seems really incomprehensible to me. I mean, that we have a vaccine that could be, I mean, I read that it's 100% effective at preventing severe disease. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I can see my grandpa next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I think 2021 could be our year, guys. <laughs> you know what? Maybe like this year. <laughs> <clears throat> What yeah. <laughs> just the collective year, us the, the year. listeners. <laughs> We've been I just think it's, for it. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's so funny, like the resolutions that I made for 2020, and like now the resolutions like I'm probably gonna end up making for 2021. And it's like, you know, go eat inside a restaurant. Uh like, <laughs> like not have an anxiety attack after every time I see someone. 
Yeah, uh, you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna need to like we're deeply traumatized. Back in. I was thinking, like, how am I gonna just get back to like normal? Like three hours of socializing is equivalent to my what a weekend was for me in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah. I don't that's even. I haven't tough. socialized for three hours in since my own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Literally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the Zoom socializing via Zoom is so much harder than regular socializing that I feel like we're. It, it just feels dreamy to be in person and have like be able to have like physical cues to respond. I also to. feel awkward though. I'm like, do I hug you? Like, do, I don't tell someone to touch me. Like, you're my friend. A lot, of the time, you hug you. a lot of the time, like when I zoom now, it's like whenever a relative would like, my parents would make me talk to a relative on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, I still sometimes get that vibe. I'm like, I we're close, but like we're not that close where, where we can just like, <laughs> yeah, talk about whatever on. FaceTime. It feels weird. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Don't forget to check out the sub shop today with the Cyber Monday code. Let Cyber 25 for 25% off. And until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Brian Russell Smith. I'm Sammy Sage. And this is the Betches Sub Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.